Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to Kane Radio CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. I'm your host, Tony Landry. Uh, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m., uh, a little after 6 p.m. to 6.45 to the end of the football season. Then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year, and, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestra Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, r r Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High, uh, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC uh, Farms, uh, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, uh, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. We're here at the studios of uh, Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240. And we're at 107 West Main Street in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. And you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or sign up for Simple Radio app and negotiate through the app and listen to Kane Radio. You can now listen to Kane, as I mentioned, on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. Meanwhile, Coach, uh, Catholic High finished uh, not only as a, maybe a, a technically a co-district champion, but the outright champion uh, with Lauraville uh, Tigers. Maybe you can explain a little bit of that to the Panther faithful out there. Uh, how uh, beating Lauraville, um, does it matter in the playoffs or not? No, it really doesn't. Um, you know, back in the day, it mattered who was declared the district championship because before power, the PowerPoint system, it was preset to – district champ of district 8-2-A played the district runner-up of district 10-2-A, so forth, so on. Um, but right now, with the way the PowerPoint system works, it really it really doesn't mean anything. Um, I know in some sports or at one point in time, certain sports that get a bonus point for winning district or half a bonus point for winning district. Um, but that is not the case for football. So it really doesn't, you know, it's just for the most part, just for bragging rights, for, you know, having the honor of saying you're the district champion, which, like I said, you know, early in the year, some coaches don't put a whole lot of stock in that. But, you know, I feel like that's an important thing to keep that, that tradition going, keep that tradition alive. And that's why it's always one of our goals as a team. And uh, with, and with that, uh, of course, uh, the Panthers, uh, were you surprised with the, the Franklin Downing uh, Ascension Episcopal? That kind of surprised me when I score, saw that score sometime uh, Saturday morning. Um, I'm not going to say I was surprised. I mean, I know what kind of team Franklin is, and, and, you know, I know that's not necessarily a great matchup for Ascension. Um, you know, even when I was over there, we were always really worried about Franklin just because of the way that our teams match up. Um, you know, they're a big physical team um, that could put you in, in tough situations. They could play some man coverage, and if you don't have a great day throwing the ball, um, it, you know, it's tough. It's tough to beat those guys, and they're they're so athletic and so – you know, so dynamic that they can, you know, score a touchdown on pretty much any play. So, so I knew it was good. I figured it was going to be a close game, a high scoring game, kind of like it was. Didn't know who was going to come out on top. Um, but, you know, that, that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. With that, uh, of course, uh, the ring goes to the Panthers and uh, quite satisfying too. Uh, your team comes out eight and two in the year, losing an early game, the first game of the year to uh, unquestionably probably one of the best uh, single-A teams in the state in Vermilion Catholic, the Screaming Eagles, and then just uh, uh, one other loss during the year against uh, Ascension Episcopal with the Panthers, if my memory serves me correctly, 
turned the ball over three or four times in that game. Just uh, didn't play real well that night, and uh, Sension took advantage of those turnovers to beat you thirty to seventeen. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't play a real crisp game, like like you said. We turned the ball over, I believe, four times, and they played a really good game. Um, you know, they came out, they were ready to go. They executed on both offense and defense, and, you know, we made too many mistakes to, to better beat a good team like that. Yeah, and with that, of course, I think the uh, brackets were released sometimes around noon uh, yesterday. Is that accurate? Somewhere in there? Yeah, the the um, playoff pairing release show started at 11 o'clock, so our bracket actually ended up coming out probably around maybe just a little before noon because um, they kind of released them in the order of the, the <coughs> Superdome Classic, the Caesar Superdome Classic. All right. Anyway, with that, uh, do you and staff gather uh, to watch the uh, the uh, report, or is that was that shown maybe uh, on, on uh, some kind of uh, internet service or anything like that? Was it streamed the announcements of the different brackets? It was streamed. It was on the um, LHSA YouTube site, um, YouTube channel, which is kind of new. It used to always be on the NFHS um, site, which you had to pay for that. So I didn't. Always, we didn't always watch it. <laughs> um, but no, we didn't. We didn't get together this year because we were pretty sure almost positive that we're going to buy um otherwise we would have been all together to get the official word so we can get to you know really get to work on on our game plan our breakdown and all that kind of stuff but with with the fact that we're going to buy that there was no point in bringing the guys in for another weekend let them enjoy some time with their family and, sure. and, and get back to the grind you know anyway with that too uh coach uh was there any much movement in that uh division three uh bracket at all to your knowledge no not really um I know that there were some some predictions here and there that were a little bit off. Like uh, we were project we were projected to finish up sixth, um, and Bunky jumping us at, to fifth. But because Erath got that win on Friday night, which I don't think anyone really expected that, that yeah, gave they us, beat Donaldsonville pretty bad. That too. gave us that extra point, so we ended up being like four hundredths of a point ahead of Bunky instead of six hundredths of a point behind Bunky getting that extra point. So that put us in fifth place and them in sixth place. So I know some of the projections had them at fifth and us at six. And, and with that too, uh with that course, uh I think what the top uh basically eight teams get uh buys and uh of course Catholic High gets a buy and uh they'll face the winner of Pope John Paul the second against uh Lake Charles Christian and Catholic High has a little knowledge of uh, Lake Charles Christian playing them last year, uh, but uh, John Paul, uh, Pope John Paul II, uh, not much uh, you can, uh, I'm sure you have a lot of tape uh, you can look at on them, but uh, um, a team that uh, out of Slidell, I do believe. Yes, they were out of Slidell. And uh, you'll play the winner of that game. Uh, are you allowed to send scouts there to look at these, uh, if you wish, uh, these games? Yeah, absolutely. You can go watch a game, any game. Um, you, okay. can't, you obviously can't You can't video it, but you okay. can go and watch it live. Yeah, because, I mean, you get all the tape you want uh, yep. with regards to them. They're playing opposition. And that's something I'm sure you're going to look at the last few games and to see uh, tendencies and things of that nature that uh, – which you do uh, over the weekend for the following Friday. But with the bye week, gives you a little more time to study each team and uh, with that uh, uh, to see how tendencies are. But uh, uh, as we were talking off the air, Lake Charles College Prep always has some, some good athletes and uh, they can give people problems, that's for sure. Yeah, they're, they're a very talented team. Um, you know, kind of like we just mentioned, they're, they're very similar to a Franklin-type team. Um, you know, they're a 3A school, so they're a little bit bigger school with a few more kids to choose from. But um, but they're a very talented team, and and if that's who it ends up being, you know, it'll, it'll be a tough game um, athletically. They're, both those teams are very, very different teams, though, um, you know, with what they do offensively and defensively. 
um, and you know, and 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 skill wise, and what what each team's strength is is very different from the other one. Anyway, coach, of course, you did play a game last Friday night over in Baldwin against uh, West St. Mary, and uh, if we can maybe just uh, review. Uh, uh, that game uh, last Friday night, of course, uh, not knowing what the some of the other scores were through the course of the night, Panthers jump out to a 28 to nothing lead in the first period, two over in Baldwin. Maybe you can uh, take it from there. Yeah, um, you know, we went out there and kind of our plan was to go out there and execute well, um, knowing that West St. Mary is a pretty young team who has some growing pains that, that we should have, we were supposed to win. Um, so, you know, one of our challenges to our guys is to go out there and play to our ability level, not play down to our competition. And uh, that's really and truly what our guys did. And it looks like uh, Jaden Mitchell had another big night for you too early. Yes, he did. Um, you know, West St. Mary got, got the ball first, and, and we didn't even get a three and out. We got an interception on the third play, so they didn't even get their punt team on. Um, Bennett Woodring had a, a great pick on the um, third play of the game, and then the very next play, Marcus Austin goes for an 18-yard touchdown. Um, so, you know, we started off really fast, really hot, like, 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 like I said, was our goal to go into that, that game and, and execute that way. And then uh, Luke Landry, uh, of course, hits one of your uh, vaunted receivers and Jaden Mitchell for approximately a 42-yard touchdown pass. And uh, uh, between that, was it another maybe three and out uh, for West St. Mary uh, or what took place? Uh, can you recall? recall? Yeah, it was, it was a three and out, you know, um, our, our defense, our defense played great. Um, our defense shut them down. You know, I think they had a total, uh, total of 81 yards or something like that. Yes. Through the air and on the ground, so our defense great, did great. I think they were two for ten on third downs. Um, so, like I said, they 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 executed really well, played really well, got got a quick turnover, and then honestly, it was our second offensive play that that passed Drew Talmadge. It was the very first play of that drive that um. Luke connected with Jaden for that 42-yard touchdown. And then uh, just moments later, I guess in because at 12-minute quarters, uh, Landry hits uh, Mitchell again for 38-yard touchdown pass. And uh, at 21 nothing. I don't know which, how much time's left in the first quarter, but you're rolling right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you said, we got another quick three and out on defense. Um, and special teams helped out. You know, we had a short field most of the night. Um, we had a couple big, couple good runs by Javon, and then Jay, um, Luke hit Jaden for that that touchdown pass you just referenced, um, and then then uh, then again you uh, get the ball back, and uh, I guess you uh, don't know if it was a turnover now, but you uh, uh, looks like uh, uh, Mr. Brown, Javon Brown, uh, scores from four yards out. And before you know it, it's 28 nothing in the first period. Yeah, uh, they got the ball back. They, they picked up their first first down of the game. They had an 11-yard rush on their very first play. Then our defense s- stood them up, um, got, a, you know, got a tackle for a loss, then an incompletion, then got, a, then got another stop that forced a punt. Um, and we had a few, like, like you said, we had a few plays. Um, Javon had a couple big rushes. Um, Luke Landry ran one for 18 yards in that, on that series, and then Javon ended up finishing off with that four-yard touchdown run. So you had to be pretty pleased at that uh, point in the game, 28 nothing. You're heading to the second quarter. And uh, up again, uh, Javon Brown uh, has a nice run of uh, approximately uh, of, uh, almost 30 yards uh, as he takes it in for a touchdown to make it uh, here in the uh, second quarter. It's now uh, 35 nothing too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, like I said, that was one of our challenges going into it was to execute the right way, and our guys did that. Um, all three phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams, you know, offensively we, we, we dominated. We kind of had our way when we had our ones in. Um, our defense, like I said earlier, gave up 80 yards total offense. Um, so 
so yeah, very pleased with all that. Um, Luke played really well. Luke was four, I think four of six for 107 yards and two touchdowns. Um, he didn't get a whole lot of action just because of the, the, the um, flow of the game. Um, Jake Wyman actually came in with the ones, and he threw for a touchdown pass to, to Jaden as well. So Jake, you know, all those guys out there did well. Xander LeBeau even had his first varsity completion to at quarterback. So all three of our quarterbacks completed, completed at least one pass. Um, and, you know, like I said, all our running backs did really well. Marcus and Javon both did a great job. Michael Height got in there and got some, some carries, six carries for 13 yards. Um, with our twos with our you know our guys that rotated in there so I was very pleased from top to bottom with the way our guys played and competed and executed well a 42 to nothing at halftime coach did you decide then that you're going to give some of your backups uh did they start in the third quarter or you kind of played your ones uh for a little bit more then brought them in no our twos played the whole second half um our ones you know the only thing we kept them in for like PAT field goal and kickoff return special teams those are only two teams that we kept those in we actually didn't score again so we didn't do PAT field goal but on on um kick return which we did go kick return one time you know we got our ones in there and we told them just to fair catch the ball you know if you catch it on the ground get down just just to secure the ball and it looks like uh, West St. Mary sometime during the third quarter uh, had a touchdown pass uh, and a two-point attempt that was failed. But uh, pretty much at the end of three quarters, you're up uh, 42-6. to six, And as you mentioned, uh, most of your twos are in the game and uh, maybe some other kids, uh, some younger kids uh, filling in spots, you know, uh, to give them some experience on the field. That's always a great thing, too, uh, to get some of your backups in the game, to give them a little game experience, too. It just it helps down the road, too. The, they see the speed of the game. You know, you can't practice the speed in a game that you can uh, practice. You know, practice is a whole different speed, it seems like, uh, when you go into a game. So uh, you had to be feeling pretty good, 42-6, uh, to six, going into the fourth quarter. And uh, Panthers, uh, no one scores in that fourth quarter, so uh, – uh, you uh, basically uh, end up with a 42-6 to win, 8-2 and in the year, and you had to be pleased the way your team played throughout the year too, beating some 4A and uh, 3A teams through the course of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Very pleased with, with the way our guys grew and developed throughout the season. Um, you know, but, but hopefully we have quite a bit more football to go. Um, absolutely. We have this week and off the next week. You know, we're playing the winner of those two teams, <laughs> and hopefully we can make a run into the playoffs, a deep run into the playoffs, and hopefully – hopefully get to the Superdome. Yeah, the the whole idea is I can remember coaches saying you always want to be playing Thanksgiving week. You know, that's that's a true uh, where you're pretty deep into the playoffs too because you only got two more games left to go once you're into Thanksgiving uh, a week. So you've got to be pleased with your team. As uh, Just going over some quick stats, uh, you had 160 yards rushing during the game, 147 passing for total offense of over – 307 yards and while West St. Mary had 43 yards uh, rushing 38 passing and 81 of total uh, uh, offense for them so again not only did your offense was clicking but you had to be pleased with your defense even though they scored uh, during the third quarter but uh, the first team if they played the majority if not all of the first half uh, you had to be pleased with the uh, the way they handled themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the touchdown they scored um, was, was a really good catch, but it was also a catch by number 52, which is an ineligible receiver. Um, the referees didn't quite catch that right away, but it was, a, you know, we we saw it, but, you know, it is what it is. It's good for the other team to get have some positive plays, too. Sure, sure. Um, I didn't was, realize that. Yeah, it was kind of funny when, when we saw it, like, is that number 52? Was he lined up as a, maybe a no. tight end or no, anything? No, he was a tackle. Okay. 
<laughs> Here's a tackle. Was the ball tipped or anything? Nope. <laughs> Just 52 catches of ball, did he? You think he might have signaled in, uh, telling the refs? Do you even know that? Nope. You can't do that at high, in high school. Okay, well, on the film, did, was he like, when you looked, did you look at the film and uh, did he line up at, at a wingbacker? No, he, he was a right tackle. He okay. just basically ran, ran down the field blocking and then turned around and caught the ball. Caught the ball. So yep. he should have been flagged for an ineligible receiver downfield. After, what is it? Five Five yards they usually give them three I think, to five I think it's yards. Like three yards is the is the window in high school. Anyway, uh, kind of scratching your head, and uh, did you uh, uh, did you do maybe speak with one of the line judges? No, <laughs> was, no, not at that point in the game. Okay, in that All situation. Right. But, anyway, uh, it the, was it was a good catch by him though. I give, okay. I give the kid that. Anyway, of course, going on into the. Uh, uh, end of the game, uh, what did you have to tell your kids? You know, uh, of course, you felt comfortable that you'd have a bye, I'm, I think, at that time. Uh, did you feel that? Yeah, we did. You know, we, we, we knew pretty much that if we'd win, we were going to have a bye. I mean, unless some, some crazy things happened, there were some forfeits or something like that um, out of the ordinary. Uh, but, no, you know, we just talked about how, how, you know, I was pleased with the way the season went, um, that our guys executed the way they were supposed to on Friday night, and, and that you know now it's now it's time for season number two that we got to lock in, focus in, be smart over the weekend, be smart in our week preparation, and, and go from there. Yeah, and with that too, uh, of course, the, as we mentioned earlier, the football playoff uh, bracket came out Sunday afternoon, and uh, with that, uh, just quickly. Uh, the four by St. Charles Catholic uh, doesn't surprise me. They're the number one seed, and I'm hearing they're going to play up next year too. The four A is what I'm hearing. Well, they're they're moving up naturally to three A, so their numbers have gone up. So they'd be a three A school either way, but they chose to play up in four A um, for their district, and <clears throat> because it would be the same playoff bracket anyway. And I think the uh, their district would be better for them travel-wise and competition-wise in the 3A district would be. Okay, and also they uh, number two is Calvary Baptist. Uh, number uh, three in that regard uh, is Isidore Newman, who suffered a defeat to uh, St. Charles Catholic. I think it was 28 nothing uh, that uh, St. Charles Catholic beat Newman last Friday night. But they got the three seed. Coming in at uh, four is ULAB, uh, University Lab over in Baton Rouge on the LSU campus. And then, uh, of course, Catholic High comes in at fifth. Coming in at six is Bunky, who you mentioned you kind of bumped. Uh, you thought that maybe uh, Catholic High possibly would be a six seed, but uh, don't if Bunky lose or or that Erath win over Donaldsonville pushed you up. Yeah, so Bunky Bunky won two on a Friday, but um, their opponent had more points than us, so they had a better record than us. So so they were going to jump more points, but that extra point from Erath got us that. Like I said, that I think four hundredths of a point that we needed to be ahead of them. And I think that was Erath's second win of the year it was. too. That's amazing, too. They've had some pretty good teams uh, over the years. Of course, uh, coming in at number seven is Dunham. The Tigers out of Baton Rouge. And number eight is Darboy Woods Charter. I guess that's up in uh, somewhere in Union Parish, maybe. Uh, is Darboy Woods up in that area? I don't think they're in Lincoln Parish. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, they're a northern team, though. I know that. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're in Union Parish. So, uh, anyway, uh, uh, time to take a break here, Coach. We'll talk a little bit about your possible two next opponents and also uh, uh, some other good news out of Catholic High. Uh, some of the uh, lady uh, uh, volleyball team is doing quite well. We'll talk a little bit about that. But it's time to take our break here on the CHS Coaches Show. You're listening to Kane Radio 107.5 uh, FM and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. 
Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Hi, I'm Corey Avery, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. At Sester Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sester Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestia and Jenny Vizay at Sestia Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach Matt Decimo. Of course, Coach, uh, the Broncos are out, as we talked a little bit about earlier. Catholic High, got to take, the, take on the winner of Pope John Paul II out of Slidell and Lake Charles College Prep. And uh, just give us uh, just a little rundown on each one of these teams. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, they're, they're two very different teams. Um, I'll start off with Pope John Paul just because they're the 12 seed. Um, Pope John Paul to Slidell, they're, they're um, offensive. They're a wing T team. They're a traditional wing T. They'll, they'll do some, some double wing stuff, some wing tight end stuff, but they typically have a wing and a T back. Um, <clears throat> run, a lot of, run a lot of traditional wing T things, um, trap, um, buck sweep, all that good stuff, um, um, waggle. Uh-huh. pass and all that um and they do a really good job with it there they're pretty good sized up so they're pretty good sized up front they're physical um defense on the other side they're, they're based out of a three down they'll play some five down where they just walk up those two overhangs um but they'll play a lot of zone coverage they'll play a little bit of man too but I, it looks like mostly zone coverage um like i said we don't have a whole lot of film on them just yet because we haven't traded with, with them officially um, we, and we won't get a whole lot of film until next weekend. But the, the things that we've gotten that we've been able to look at, that's kind of what we're seeing from them. Um, but like I said, they're, they're a physical team. They're going to run the ball a lot. They'll throw it every now and then. 
um, defensively they're going to kind of pack the box um, and, and challenge you to, to do some different things with it. Um, so, you know, they're, they're a pretty solid team. They, they're 8-2 and two on the year. Um, they, they've come a long way. I know look, traditionally they haven't been that great the last few years, but they've had a really good year this year, um, beat some pretty good teams, and, uh, you know, they, like I said, they're, they're, they're a solid team. So this should be interesting to see how, how that Lake Charles College prep Pope John Paul game goes. Yeah, and with that, you know, Delcom played, I think, Pope John they Paul did. earlier yep. this year. So I uh, don't know if you get Coach Audio Laos on the phone <laughs> to see what he's got to tell you. Anyway, in the meantime, Lake Charles College Prep, uh, as we mentioned, they beat Catholic High last year. And I'm trying to remember the score of that game. It was seemed like it uh, maybe a couple touchdowns. I think or so. was, maybe it was a maybe, scores. Yeah, in that regard. And, uh, of course, a lot of athletes too, Coach. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're similar to what they were last year. Um, from the little bit I've seen, I don't know, they're quite as good as they were last year, but they're still a really good team. Um, you know, their 3-6 and six record doesn't really justify, you know, the type of team they are because they lost to some really good teams. I want to say they played Westgate this year. Did they play Westgate this year? As somebody in this area, they played, uh, I can't I recall they who. They played Westgate I, I want to say they played but... Lakeshore. Uh, out of uh, uh, Covington, uh, Mandeville, I think uh, maybe they've played. I don't think so. Okay. They played Westgate in something, but I don't remember if it was football or not. Okay. But either way, I mean, they, they, they've lost some really good teams. They lost to, like, Iota, Iowa, St. Louis Catholic, um, some <clears throat> some really solid teams, St. James. Um, so, so you know, like I said, that 3-6 and six record isn't really indicative of what, what type of team they are. Okay. Um, like you said, they're very athletic. Um, offensively, they spread you out. Uh, they try to throw the ball a good bit. They run the ball pretty well. Um, defensively, they're going to be a four-two-five, and they're going to play cover one. Um, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll man you up, and they'll lock you down. They try to get you know press coverage on the outside, um, which can be good and could be bad. You know, gives you some chance to get some some big open plays, but it also makes it tough because they, they can pack more guys in the box when they go one-on-one outside and things like that. Um, but you know, like I said, once again, they're, they're a really good ball club. Um, that three and six record isn't isn't really saying who they are. Um, they're a bigger school. They're a three A school, um, playing the division with us. So you know, they have more kids to choose from, and they're they're a good team. You know, both those both those teams are really good. Um, no matter who wins this week out of those two, we're going to have a challenge next week ahead of us. Yeah, well, at least you're going to know uh, Friday night sometime, late ten o'clock or whatever, who you'll be playing, and uh, and of course your preparation uh, get going uh, during the week and. Uh, course again that'll be a home game out at panther stadium uh not this friday but next uh, of course as usual uh, a seven o'clock kickoff as the panthers uh, will be in a regional match i guess they still call use those terms against either the winner of uh, pope john paul ii or lake charles college prep so uh interesting matchups uh great to have a bye too. get a little healthier if you know what i mean nicks and bumps uh get a little better give the kids a little break uh get their feet back under in the legs uh in that regard. So, uh, anyway, just, just a good time, a uh, good bye, and uh, see if the Panthers uh, will play which one of these teams. So, Yeah, yep, absolutely. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how our kids handle that time off. Um, you know, uh, I've, I've been asked questions if, if, you know, I thought it was a bye was a good thing. Well, yes and no. I agree. Um, you know, I agree. Mature teams can handle it. Um, young teams, immature teams can struggle with it. Um, I thought we had a really good practice today, so it seems like our guys are handling it pretty well so far. But, you know, we still got a, a lot of week left um, oh, yeah. to go and see how they handle it. Oh, you're right, uh, 10, 12 days to be exact. Anyway, it's time to take another break. Uh, we've got a lot more to talk about here on the CHS Coaches Show on FM 107.5 and AM 1240. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. 
Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer. Because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlock or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, uh, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And uh, you know, Coach, since the last time we met, uh, the Catholic High Ladies volleyball team and Coach uh, Gary Westcott, uh, they put on a show right now. And uh, I'm trying to recall uh, they played their first match against Fred- Frederick uh, Douglas. Was that last, maybe Tuesday night? That was, uh, that was Wednesday. Wednesday last night. Wednesday. And then they played and beat, well, they beat uh, Frederick Douglas three games to none. Then they came uh, and played uh, Westlake. Uh, and they beat Westlake also three games to none, and that was uh, the third. So that was uh, last Friday. Yeah, that was that was right before our game. Okay, and uh, with that, another big win. Uh, with that, and the Panthers now uh, the ladies are headed to uh, the Cajun Dome uh, with the eight finalists uh, in uh, division. I guess that's division. Three. three yeah we're division three in volleyball. and the Panthers come in with a number four ranking right now and uh uh there's really I guess no favorite uh, of a home floor as uh, the Cajun Dome they play St. Michael's the Archangel I'm pretty sure they're out of Baton Rouge too they'll be playing uh at 420 of course I don't know if volleyball overlaps a little bit approximate time 420 uh this coming uh I want to say Thursday at uh on court one at 420 yep Yep. Um, sometimes they'll be backed up and all that, but hopefully, I, I don't know what time they officially start. I, I see the earliest time I see on here is 10.50, so I guess it definitely is possible they can get backed up for that 4.20 start. You know, I'm wondering if that, I'm looking at the uh, two, uh, the two, uh, the bracket here in the quarterfinals over the Cajun Tome. They got Lafayette Christian, E.D. White at 10.50 p.m. Oh, that's p.m. Yeah, oh, you, think that's, you think that's a misprint? I don't know. 
it seems late. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it seems a long time for young ladies to be hanging around. Uh, of course, uh, Ed White from Thibodeau, Lafayette Christian from uh, Lafayette. Uh, anyway, it might be a misprint, uh, uh, but that's what I guess. printed out when I printed out the brackets uh, earlier today. Anyway, uh, of course, uh, tell, I don't know if you're able to attend any of these games. Uh, uh, last week, of course, at 5 o'clock, you're probably practicing uh, last week. And then the, the earlier game, I don't know what time that went off as the Panthers won 20, I believe, uh, looking at the right scores there, they won uh, 25 Wait, uh, 25 uh, to 10, 25 to 6, and 25 to 11. Uh, that was last Wednesday against Frederick Douglass, and they come back to win uh, the next uh, thir- uh, fr- uh, Friday before y'all played uh, in Baldwin. They beat uh, Westlake 25-12, 25-14, and 25-16 to get them uh, over to the uh, Cajun Dome to play uh, in the quarterfinals in the state of Louisiana volleyball tournament. Yeah, I was able to go watch most of the Wednesday game. Um, I stayed for the first two sets and left a little bit before the third set ended to go watch <clears throat> our 7th and 8th grade football championship at um, STM. So I got to watch most of that game. Our girls played really well. Um, you know, they dominated dominated the whole time I was there that I could see. Um, and looks like they finished that third set in the same fashion as the, the games that I was there for. I'm wondering, uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me, I wonder if uh, uh, Coach Gary Westcott uh, – I'm, I'm trying to think if they played even St. Michael's uh, during the course of the year. I know they played in a lot of tournaments, uh, which gave them a lot of experience, and I'm not sure uh, if they saw St. Michael's of Baton Rouge's ladies earlier this year or not. I know they, they traveled around southwest Louisiana playing a lot of tournaments uh, during the course of the uh, year, uh, I guess in the uh, first few months in September, October, and, of course, we're into November uh, the championship game, uh, Lady Panthers, it, the finals will be uh, uh, on 11-11. That's a Saturday at uh, 2 p.m. over in the center court over in the uh, Cajun Dome. So uh, good luck to Coach Gary Westcott and his ladies. Don't know if uh, you see anything else. Uh, they come into play with that too, uh, uh, Coach. No, the, they didn't play each other this year, not that okay. I can see on the, in either team's schedule. Okay. Um, but, no, I mean, it looks like, you know, looking at some of the, the scores and who, who they've played, they don't have a whole lot of crossover. But um, it should be a really good game. You know, our girls have to play really well to come out on top. And, you know, that's kind of what you expect when you get into a quarterfinal match in, in any sport. So so it should be a really good game. should be really interesting to see how our girls go out there and compete on the, on the big stage, you know, being in the Cajun Dome um, with a lot of spectators and all that stuff. So I, I'm excited about it. You know, I know our kids are excited about it. And I think our girls will do a great job. Yeah, and with that, I'm trying to remember, this is either the second or third straight year they've played uh, in the Cajun Dome, I think, uh, in that regard. I could be inaccurate, but it seems like they played there last year in the uh, uh, quarterfinals and all. can't recall how they did, uh, but uh, it's, Coach has gotten them a good way uh, the years that he's been with uh, Catholic High Volleyball. Yeah, they were definitely there last year. I don't know exactly what, which round they made it to, whether it was quarters or, or, or semis. Um, but they definitely made it to the state tournament at, at the Cajun Dome last year. Anyway, Coach, uh, other things you'd like to speak about in the last few minutes of the show here? Um, yeah, we got a couple things going on. Um, state swim meet is uh, towards the end of next week, November 15th to the 18th. Um, Brennan Burrow is competing, and we have a relay team that qualified as well. I'm not sure exactly who all is on the um, relay team. All right. But they will be competing next week. <laughs> um Middle school basketball is getting started right now. Um, I know we have a bunch of games this week, Tuesday and Thursday. Um, our fifth grade boys, our sixth grade red and sixth grade white boys, our seventh grade and our eighth grade boys all play tomorrow. 
Tuesday. All right. And our eighth grade girls play tomorrow. And then once again on Thursday, fifth and sixth grade, fifth grade boys, sixth grade white boys, seventh grade boys, and eighth grade boys all play. And then both our girls teams, our fifth and sixth grade girls team and our seventh and eighth grade girls team play on Thursday. So middle school basketball is getting going. Um, varsity basketball and varsity soccer officially start next week. November 13th on the Monday is the first official playing date um, for varsity soccer and varsity basketball. So, so you know, we're starting to really transition from those fall sports to the winter sports. And, um, you know, I think our kids have been working hard. You know, our coaches, our basketball coaches, and our soccer coaches have been doing a great job with their kids, getting them ready for the season. And, you know, it should be an interesting season, um, exciting season for those sports as well. Yeah, of course, the Calicot boys made it to the uh, top 28 last year. Yep. Of course, they've got a few of the uh, football players that won't be able to get uh, to play basketball until the season of football ends. Let's hope they can go all the way to and see them yeah, in the I'm, dome. I'm, hope, I'm hoping uh, the basketball coaches are waiting for a while on those football guys. So that, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's kind of my plan, my hope. Yeah, that'd be nice because really basketball, really, uh, I hate to say it like this, no offense to Casey McCrew, but uh, they uh, usually get really good going uh, the 1st of January. Yeah, you know, it really, you know that, that, that's really, really when it gets real exciting, real, um, you know, you know, tough times, getting ready for, for um, playoffs and all that kind of stuff. So it should be interesting. Yeah, some other things too, Coach. Yeah, we also have our, our um, annual Veterans Day Mass on Thursday, this Thursday, November 9th. Um, you know, we'd love for all the veterans to come. We'll have a reserve seating section for them, you know, in our community. They're all invited. Um, we also have an open house on November 15th, which is next Wednesday. Um, for all prospective students, whoever is interested in coming, check out Catholic High and seeing if it's the right place for them. So, you know, if anyone's out there and is, is interested in seeing what, what Catholic High has to offer, that'd be a great time to come and check it out. Anyway, Coach, uh, that's about it uh, to wrap up our CHS Coaches Show. Anyway, uh, with that, of course, uh, with that, uh, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, uh, Session Wealth Management. Uh, also, uh, with that, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, Ornor Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals. Also, uh, with uh, sponsoring the CHS Coaches Show, uh, with that uh, is uh, B&L Engine uh, Repair, Gulf Marine, uh, Action Specialties, HMC uh, Farms. Uh, also, uh, with that, uh, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, uh, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and uh, the Musso Investment Group. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit 
www.chspanthers.com for more details. The tradition continues. Hi, I'm Donald Hennigan with Hennigan Team Dentistry. I, along with my entire team, have served Iberia Parish and the surrounding communities for the past 39 years. I'm happy to announce that my daughter, Dr. Abigail Hennigan Daly, has just recently joined us as a dental associate. Together, we commit to offering the best possible dental care in a relationship of trust and confidence. Call our office today at 364-2156 and allow us to change the way you feel about dentistry. Go Panthers! Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. 